Dog Safety Podcast with Vance and Bart. There's a uh, president that is uh, an outspoken libertarian. Uh, I even believe he's called himself an ANCAP before. No, I know he's called himself an ANCAP. So, in Argentina. So, I guess let's all move from New Hampshire to Argentina now. See ya. Episode over. Get packing. Now, um. I don't think that's what this means. While it is a victory for the libertarians and the ANCAPs, we don't need to overstate what it is. It's a country that's in, been in a lot of turmoil, needed a change. They had now they've voted in a change, and um, I imagine they had to vote pretty heavy because they weren't able to lie the vote out of existence and what does that mean for liberty does that mean argentina is going to be free no i i think there's a deep state there like there is anywhere else but if we step back and look at what happens every time somebody's voted in in argentina or in america or wherever what happens they grow government bigger and bigger and then they hand that bigger government off to the next guy and the biggest like for liberty the like the best we can hope for is oh i didn't grow it that much a guy like this could potentially not grow the government at all while he's president that would be a win for anywhere but he might even make government a little bit smaller he might be able to pull that off if not pull it off certainly fight like hell and expose the people who aren't letting it happen. So for those who have not been following along, we're talking Mm -hmm. about the presidential election that just happened in Argentina with Javier Millet. Millet. And like you said, he has described himself as an anarcho-capitalist in a couple of he attended uh, the Mises context. Institute for a while, didn't he not? Yeah. And I think this is where I am cautiously optimistic because kind of like what we were saying about Glenn Beck, uh, Libertines, or Joe Exotic, uh, mm-hmm. I never want to be attached to an individual. Um, but I'm still very much fascinated by him being elected. because. Many of the things that he talked about in his campaign Mm -hmm. were far more radical than, honestly, even some of the things that we've seen with, quote-unquote, libertarian presidential candidates in this country. By far, yeah. He's been quoted and misquoted a ton, Mm -hmm. but some of the things that he has actually talked about and consistently said and meant he seems to be very motivated by 
dismantling the central bank. Mm-hmm. Big focus of his, yes. Mind you, the backup to that of just going to the U.S. dollar means that he's then reliant on our central bank. Right. But. It's one it, less central bank. It, it is. currency, yeah. Because there are multiple exchange rates there and mm-hmm. not to get too technical into the economics of what's professed, what's measured by government entities versus what's actually happening. But even the state mm-hmm. recognizes that Argentina's inflation right now is tracking at about 140%. Yeah, I think like just before COVID, it was like um, $45 or 45 pesos to the dollar or something like that, 42 I, I looked it up earlier, but like the past 10 years or something. And now it's over like like 1,200 pesos to the dollar or something in just that amount of time. That's a, you can't save. You have to spend it instantly or you're, you're screwed. That's not a healthy economy. No. And, you know, our, our inflation is pretty bad. I know we've been, you know, I think the states last couple of years have said it's been, you know, seven, we're down to three or four. I mean, a lot of the reason why the U.S. dollar looks so strong is just because so many other fiat currencies look so bad. I mean, it's really what's held the dollar together for a long time now. Right. But obviously, that's a very radical position to take. Mm -hmm. But it's one that he had been talking about consistently. Another thing that he talked about, which is slightly less radical, but is still economically based, is a balanced budget. I thought you were going to go to shutting down all the agencies, but but that's a good one too. Yeah, a balanced budget is is a check checkbook, just balancing your checkbook. What all of us were supposed to do. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm showing my age. Uh, <laughs> so when you get your bank statement every month, uh, and you see where you spent money or you look it up online real quick in the app and you see where you spent money and what your balance is in your account. My age, when I first started working, we had to keep a ledger in a book. <laughs> so it was on you to know how much money was in your bank account. So you had like a spreadsheet in your checking checkbook because you weren't just paying with a card or whatever. It was like you wrote out checks. I'm that old. Didn't feel like that long ago, really. Yeah. But it's something that some of our libertarian and we'll say the the most conservative like politicians have talked about here, you know, your Ron Paul's or whoever else they've talked about a balanced budget, but right. we haven't been able to. Not like a Clinton balanced budget, but like an actual one. Yeah. But it's just being responsible with your money is what you mm-hmm. basically outlined there. Right. Yeah. And you would think that that's something that you do before doing anything else. Yeah. But it's been the last thing on their minds of, but, of these people. 
But you brought up another thing that he's talked a lot about, again, consistently talked about, is dismantling a lot of the agencies as well. Yeah, I believe it. Um, he specifically said there were three that he wouldn't dismantle right away. I cannot, I don't, I'm sure it's significant to Argentina, the three, but I found that to be, it shows some sort of level of, of intelligence saying like, okay, I'm going to get rid of these, all of these, and it's going to create temporary, like hardships for people. So like, I, I got to roll back the other ones late. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not like, Oh, I'm cutting off everything. It's just like showing the people if I get rid of, I can get rid of this many all at one time. And it, you know, it's only this bad and it gets this much better. Right. And so like the next time he wants to get rid of some, they're going to be so much more likely to say, you know, after it recovers and they start to see what it, the help it's given them, you know, it's they're going to be so much more likely to say, yeah, let's get rid of the rest of them. Fuck, the agencies suck. Or, you know. Um, but well, tying, you, tying your dollar to the, the two, tying your money to the dollar is a risky thing because you're inviting in the CIA who could just replace your agencies with their own and make it just as bad, if not worse, right? Is that a conspiracy theory worth tracking? The idea that we've, whether intentionally ruined the economy of many of these countries mm-hmm. or just taken full advantage of countries that are in disrepair and gotten them tied to our currency and our state. And well, disrupting the currency of South America has been part of America's staple since Hamilton. I think he was one of the the first to start effing with uh, silver down there. It was um, in the name of America or whatever. The hero Hamilton has bankrupted many of South Americans to enrich himself. So we have a we have a history of that. Yes, when you're in a situation like Argentina or many other countries but you you're not as a liberty minded person you're not going to get to straight liberty right away in a lot of his talk he's not getting there but to to try to put your focus in a organized manner to not break down something before you break down this to to go about it in a structured way is 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 the way to do it we're not idiots saying oh shut down the government today and everything's better we say if we shut down the government today everything's going to be worse tomorrow but very shortly after that it'll be better but we need to, we don't want just your grandma starving to death because she didn't get anything and nobody came to help her. For one, it's your responsibility as the grandson or the granddaughter. Go help your fucking grandma. 
if she hits the fan, by the way. Well, you don't want that on your head either. So we've taught people that over the years that the state will step in and take care of their grandma so they don't have to. So we understand that. And I think just the fact we're moving in this direction is a good thing. I don't know how far it'll go there. I, I haven't I haven't started packing to move yet. But I'm really, really happy that it's happened. And I think it's it's given the green light for it to happen in more places and more often. Except for the fact he's a Trump supporter and right wing extremist, like all the the news outlets have said. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's in the P tape. <laughs> it is funny you say that because all of the things that these news outlets will say about him, which are a bit of a stretch, I think I forget which outlet it was. Maybe it was Reuters, but yeah. they were like associating him with Tucker Carlson, mm-hmm. even though neither of them have really said anything about the other. Yeah. They've tried to well, tar- say that they're similar or something. Yeah. Well, Tucker, Car- Tucker used to be a libertarian. So I guess there you go. They're related. The point I'm trying to make is that if you have to associate someone with someone they're not associated with <laughs> right. in order to discredit them, that kind of gives me a lot of the information that I need, which is that they pose some sort of threat to you. And that that makes me think that it's... And depending on who you are, if somebody poses a threat to you you're giving me permission to to at least you're stepping them up in my eyes is credible well it's it's the and effect a little bit right like if if a lot of these publications that have completely lost the plot Mm -hmm. if they are trying to drag someone through the mud it kind of legitimizes them yeah. To some degree. Because if we were to have believed the plot that like this presidential candidate was installed by the CIA in order mm. to appear like a libertarian, but is in fact just to get them on the mm-hmm. US dollar, I feel like that's less likely if these media outlets are painting him the way that they're painting him. Right, the the CIA owned outlets are are definitely against him, and then we have the issue of like the him. He knows the things about libertarianism, about anarcho capitalism that the state doesn't bother to know. You know, the reason why libertarians can pick out the feds at events is because. We they're not saying the the things that we would be saying. They don't know what the non-aggression principle is. They don't know any of these things. They they just they come there and think that we're stupid and we're gonna 
just believe whatever they have to say because they've done it at other events. Well, libertarians know their shit. We all read. We all know what we're talking about. And this man, while he may, there's a possibility he could be a plant or whatever, there's not a lot of evidence saying that. And if he is a plant, it doesn't change the fact that this Argentina pushed for that kind of change. The people there pushed for that kind of change and believed that he was going to do those things. That's a bigger message than him himself. That's saying, at least there in the world, there's a movement towards liberty. A big movement, because it's not just like, oh, I picked the guy who said we're going to give you more liberty. It's the guy who said all of these things that you are told to believe in are what takes your liberty, and I am ready to get rid of it. That's a bigger thing than saying, oh, this thing that takes your liberty, I'm going to like steer it a little differently so you'll be a little more free. That's a whole different message. A big deal, in my opinion. It's it's a huge deal. And I don't think it can be understated. It's not about the person or what the person ends up doing, even. It's mm-hmm. about what that person represents. And that is some barometer for what the public want. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a huge fan of democracy, but if that's how leaders are installed by way of an election, then at the very least, I'm glad that something like that has become popular. Yeah, it's a big deal because. You and I both don't believe that elections are on the up and up, I'm pretty sure. We're not speaking about any in particular election either. This isn't like a Donald Trump thing or whatever. I just don't believe that elections are on the up and up. I think there's too many people involved with too many different differentiating ideas, and they're way too involved. And it's just easy to let your bias walk into certain situations. But this was an election that a government in general, not not a party or anything, I'm talking about an entire government itself, would not want to end up this way. There was enough people that they thought, oh, We can't just fake this. We're better off letting this man become the president. That's huge. If if he won by a landslide, imagine what he actually won by. Or maybe they just printed what he won by because they go, we can't do anything else. We might as well just say it. Well, they're on to the next thing, which is trying to prevent him from dismantling all those things. And I'm not even saying that as like a, conspiracy i'm saying just in self-preservation he's talking about dismantling agencies that are 
employing that, that represent jobs. Absolutely. Right. That employ tons and tons of people. And I have to imagine all of those people are going to do anything they can to prevent him from doing that. Correct. It's in their own best interest. That's why government loves government jobs because it gets a level of protection between them and the people. It's hard to make Mr. Mr. Joe down the street lose his job so you can get to the real evil. You have to go through Mr. Joe, right? But a lot of people don't understand how much jobs are created by the private sector that replace that. They don't understand how much better they'll be later. It's that initial, oh my God, I lost my job, scared. And, you know, the news will say, oh, he, how could he afford to raise his kids now? He can't, uh, you know, as if, you know, he lost his job and now he'll never have another one. You know, it's funny how when the government doesn't want to lose government jobs, it's like, oh, well, when they lose this job, that's it for them. I've lost my job multiple times. I've been laid off. Only one time fired. I've been laid off many times and I've always, but I've never worked in the government sector. I've gone and got another job, typically a better one. Well, it's, it's a false binary. The idea for a lot of these jobs, even at like the higher level, mm-hmm. not even like the individual job level, but like the department level, the way it's framed is as if you're completely doing away with that service whatever it is. Right. And it's like if government made shoes and we're like, okay, government's going to stop making shoes. Nobody would understand that Nike could exist. You know, who's going to make the shoes? Nobody understands that Reebok could exist. Right. And, and we, we have these departments that are inefficient and cost more than they would in the private sector, but we have all these. And stagnant innovation. Oh my God. Well, I think, I think we have a lot of things that are paraded around as if they are the private sector as horror stories against privatizing things. Right. Like we privatized the prisons that worked out, right? Because they're so private. Well, and that's a really great example. Right. So the the prisons, when we talk about healthcare, mm-hmm. these are things that have been privatized in a way that people can profit from them. Enforced the by the government. <laughs> and regulation yeah. is done by the state. So and how private is it if if let's just say Velasic is now they, they donated to the right people and like all right well how private is it when when the government goes oh you can make pickles and sell them but in stores only velasic can be sold pickles i mean that's what we've done that's what we call private when it goes through the government like oh yeah sure make them sell them i mean you can't have a store at your house and uh whatever but in when stores, you have to be to make right. But in stores, <laughs> in like your grocery stores that you know have more than three aisles, 
only Vlasic pickles can be sold. That's a private free market right there, according to the government. Well, and the irony is that the horror stories used are, in fact, terrible. When we talk about mm-hmm. the private prison systems, when we talk about the healthcare system, yeah. yeah, these are, in fact, tragic. And they're life and death in a lot of situations. And I think we could look at that in a very positive way in that we all agree that those industries are in terrible shape. But what we're going to see in Argentina is actual privatization, actual dismantling of some of these departments, actual deregulation. And I do believe in a hell of an attempt. Whether he's able to do it or not, there's going to be an attempt and a true attempt made. It's not going to be for show. It's, I don't think. And, and I think, I think that that's a big deal. Even if he doesn't succeed, if he goes down swinging like crazy, I think that's a, a call out to the rest of the world to start voting people like him into office because people want somebody who's going to fight. <clears throat> like we're sick of it. We're sick of being like, told that you know this this thing's wrong with the world and, and I'm sorry but you're going to have to sacrifice this freedom over and over and over and over and over again I'm sorry but we've ruined the river system with our dam our government dams and whatnot but your toilet is going <laughs> to your pooping experience is going to be what loses or your what it, it it doesn't really matter the fact that we're still using the same goddamn shit to wire a house i'm sorry dude technology has surpassed the way we put in electrical wiring into our houses in america this is bullshit if you look at tvs the screen i'm talking to you on now how much they've advanced you're telling me that technology and trans in electricity being delivered throughout my house is the same as when my dad was a kid. The very convenient thing that stopped the innovation, it's when it got regulated for our safety. And now we've done that to our charter cable. I mean, it's it's absolutely ridiculous that we that some government agency got to decide, okay, this is the best a charger cable should ever be. Right now. Done. And they just got to legislate that into existence. I ask big companies out there with electronics to design your own charger cable and sell it in defiance of this bullshit. I will buy your product because of the charger cable. I'll say this. Fight fire with fire. Because... The same government that you're worried about coming after you for your technology is so behind in terms of technology that mm-hmm. I don't know that they would be able to recognize a new charging cable. You could call it something different. Electronic tethering device. Electricity portal. <laughs> All I'm saying is, look, when the state 
The people who enforce that shit are stupid too. I know I used to do this in construction all the time. They'd come and they'd be like, we're going to shut you down if you don't do this. I'd be like, oh, yeah, we'll definitely. I'm so sorry. We'll get right on that, blah, 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 blah. And then I just finished the fucking job and leave. I wouldn't do it. Wouldn't pull a permit. Just fuck them. Come find me, bitch. You know? You don't have a big budget because I didn't pay you. <laughs> so come find me. I did it all the time, especially in South Carolina, because like there, it's the county who does the business license thing. So like every county you go into, like to to do a job site, you have to go buy a business permit from them. And I just bought one, and we did the entire state. And I I can't tell you how many times I they'd come to shut me down and be like, hey, hey, what do you need? What do you need? Some money? What do you need? What do you need? Only a few times that I actually have to give anybody money. Most of the time we're able to finish the project and just bounce out and then fuck them. Come find me. One of the reasons why I didn't put our logos on our trucks and trailers is so the state would have more trouble finding us. It worked. We grew that company huge. The company no longer exists, so I can talk about it all I want. We sold to a big corporation. You just like you just tell them what they want to hear. You're like, oh yeah, absolutely, sir, ma'am. Your authority matters. I, I respect you so much. Blah blah blah. And then turn their back, and you just don't do what they say. You don't give them the money, or you don't you don't stop the project. You just keep doing it, and then they'll go back and they'll. Be, but I told them. What do you mean they didn't care? By the time they realize that you just don't give a shit, you're gone. At least with that line of work. And then you can't, the city can't just go to the people and be like, oh, your beautiful bathroom that works perfectly. You have to tear that out. They refuse to pull a permit. That's, that's not going to look good. So they, they don't do that. Right. Well, they'd just blame you for that. Wouldn't they? Yeah. They, they'll send you some stuff. They'll send you. Letters like you owe this the the city this much money, and you. Uh, but wouldn't they tell the homeowner that it's your fault? Yeah, I mean they they could try. I mean, but they're not. It's not going to mow over well. I've had a couple like kind of push that issue, like, "Oh, you are going to have to tear it out because of this company." And it was like, "I'm sorry, um, we'll deal with them." And then I just call them. What do you want? And then when they they say money, I say, "Well, you're on recording. You you telling me you want me to pay you money so you don't tear out this person's working bathroom? Is that what the the city of whatever is telling me right now? It seems very harsh or kind of some extortion. I don't think that voting people would like to hear something like that happening." I must have misunderstood you. <laughs>